Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Growth Mindscape. I'm here with Anthony, I'm Anthony Thompson here with Robert Robert Cachorda. Uh We're gonna have a guest today. Yes, so welcome, welcome to open your mind up and educate yourself further about the relevant events of this week. I know we've all had a crazy week. Uh, you could we could talk about the insurrection right off the bat, but we could uh, talk about how Biden finally is in office today. So yeah. it's one of those days where you get with both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, let's let's um get to our guest first, of course. So uh, you know he's got you know limited amount of time today, so we don't want to waste it. So let's just jump on that real quick. Um, today's guest is um from Channel Live, Hakeem Green. Um, you know we got got him coming on. It should be dope. It's kind of an awesome, you know what I mean, type of thing that you know. Happy to see that he can make it in today and. Just said that old school shit. It's the old school shit. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. Yo, this is, yo, this was my joint. Let me get him on real quick. Where is this? All right, so here we go. My bad, yo. This thing just kind of like is glitching on me today. Why is it staying on? Sorry. Well, either bad. way. My bad. Well, Hakeem comes on. Hakeem, my, my bad, man. This thing kind of froze up. We just changed the system up, so, I, yo, my bad. Like, it kind of overflowed over your face a little bit. But anyway, how are you today, Hakeem? I'm doing good. How you doing, uh, family? What's going on? Everything's salute, salute. Good, good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain, man. You know, it's been a long week. A lot of things have been changing in the government. You know, a lot of things have been changing yeah. locally. It's just been kind of crazy yeah. and everything. So, yeah. you know, crazy. like I'm kind of like, you know, been over, you know, worked lately. So hopefully I can get through all this. But um, so tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man. Like, let let the world know. Like, I know who you are. I remember when I was young, I used to smoke Madism. <laughs> that was my joint. Um, so, you know, like that kind of like, you know, brings back a lot of memories and I know you're still doing a lot of stuff now. I've seen you doing things out here at Lincoln Park. You know, I literally live around the block. So when Lincoln Park was jumping off, you was out here, you know, doing your thing uh, out here in Newark. Um, you would do it all. Uh, and a bunch of other people that, you know, that's been repping hip hop for many years. So I, I figured, you know, since I known you through, you know, connections, you know, uh, was EO Dub and and Donna Saviors at Delancey. We we saw each other at Delancey as well. Um, I figured, you know, let me get you on to something, and maybe you have certain things you need to talk about or like to talk about. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm yeah. grateful for you to be here, brother. I appreciate you. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to answer your question, uh, Hakeem Green, Chat Live, Live and Direct, BDP all day, every day. All we do is spark Madism. Yep. Of course, the classic song Madism with Channel Live and KRS. That was the introduction. To, to, you know, to Channel Live and what we had to bring. The album was Station Identification off Capitol Records. Single came out in 94, album came out in 95. You know, prior to that, I was a school teacher from 1990 to 94. That's how wow. I met KRS, taking young folks to go see him speak when he had Human Education Against Lies. Ended up opening up lectures for him and Linda Jeffries at various colleges and high schools around New York City. And then months later, gave him a demo tape and he was like, yo, let's do this. Me and Tuffy started doing the demo you know, yeah. and you got the deal, and then you just bow. Here it is. We was yeah. rocking. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's pretty much that was, the uh, That was the joint back in the right days. Yo, yo, that joint, yo. So many stories, man. Oh, my God. Uh, Every time we was walking up in Harlem or whatever, we was going to cop something. That's all we was doing. Yo, my man, that, that song's dope, bro. That show's dope. That's I was actually going to – I'm going to show – I'm going to throw this – I'm going to throw – 
Yeah, it's an anthem. I'm going to throw it back, too, that I would love to have you on with another teacher because the, the, the realism of 90 to 94, was it New York or Newark that you were working at at that East point? Orange. East Orange. New East Orange. 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 Where I'm from. Yeah. yeah. East Orange. So, so I'm uh, from Maplewood. I'm from. I'm actually from Maplewood and South Orange. I'm Irvington, oh, Maplewood, yeah. South Orange. Yeah, I actually do a talk show, Madison Sports, and my co-host is from South Orange. He went to um, he went to Columbia oh, High School. Actually, one of my best friends is a teacher at, at Columbia High School right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's the- yeah. See, that's small what I'm world, talking about. World, I, I see, yeah. I seen you, and I seen uh, do it all, uh, doing your thing out here, man. Like y'all be out yeah. here talking to people, and you know, representing mm-hmm. you know Essex County like crazy, right? That's <laughs> pretty dope, man. It's yeah. pretty dope. Yeah, you know, oh, you know, forward, the forward, forward movement, progress, upliftment. That's what we about. Yeah. Use hip hop culture yeah. to get that across and yeah that that's, that's what we're trying about. to do a lot of community driven stuff out here like you know, you know what i mean my my goal now is to bring like i have this plus i have like an arts project that i want to get you involved in if you're interested where it's going to be promoting a lot of artists and, and and musicians so like i want you involved with that and i want you you know as much as possible to be involved with this because we're, we're using okay, community yeah. uh uh resources to try to build more and more networks and connections you know especially because we need it now with all these governments not helping as much you know what i mean we all gotta like kind of band together so i mean that that branches off to your question about community like let's talk about how what how have you seen your neighborhood change because newark is definitely different than what i I mean, I was that Maplewood district right off Springfield Ave. So, like, we were straight off Irvington, straight into Newark. So mm-hmm. I feel you. Like, what what has changed right now? I've been in Brooklyn for about seven years now. All right. So, you know, when I was growing up in the 80s, shit was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, the murder rate was high. Crack was crazy. Crack ripped East mm-hmm. Orange, North. Irvington, Essex County, Northeast, United States, ripped it up, ripped it up, ripped it up. It was bad in the 80s. Hip-hop hit, and then there was some type of, again, you know, progress, forward movement, goal setting. You know, like, we could do, we could do other things than sports and drugs. So you see the crime rate come down. Hip-hop doesn't get enough credit in bringing down the crime rate in America through the 90s and the earlier part of, uh, of 2000. Um, the, the consciousness of the people from late 80s, early 90s, you know, it was more unity, more, you know, like, come on, let's come together. You know, I shouldn't say more because there's a lot of that now. It's just uh, a lot of times for not always the best reasons. So, but... That said, um, I think where we're at right now is kind of like dope because with the George Floyd murder and the Breonna Taylor, you know, murder, the unfortunate life loss, life loss, but what it did was galvanize people to protest and stand up and say enough is enough and start understanding electoral politics and how to make government work. And when you see defund the police as a rallying cry and you look at the different departments around the United States who have actually defunded or disbanded the police, you see that that's something that's an, a reality if the people make it so. If the people come together on the grassroots level, organize, get involved in electoral polit- politics, 
you know, and, and, and make people accountable, then you can do a lot more than just ask for a handout, so to speak. You know what I mean? Government is really supposed to be helping you get your thing together, but you got to start with self. And that's the whole other conversation. I don't want to get all in that, you know, but you see what it is. Uh, can, I, can I just jump in, too? Because this is like yeah. my... One of the things my grandmother, who lived in the Bronx from about 1964, I believe, till she passed away in, like, the early 2000s, um, she... She always said that, like, hip-hop gave them something to do. Like, she never understood it. But she always gave, she was like, that just gave them something to do at night. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I never understood, like, how she, genuine that kind of feeling is. Like, you, you got to understand that, like, you can just go out and just hang out and just be yourself. And that's something right, that I think so, that we haven't right. got. Yeah, like coming from a place where, you know, being involved in hip hop culture before we called hip hop culture, hip hop culture, when you're literally just doing something because the people around you, that's what they're doing. The older, uh, you know, the older guys in the neighborhood, the older folks are doing a certain thing and you look up to them and you want to mimic what they're doing. So the DJing in the park, bringing the community out, people dancing, singing, what have you, networking not even knowing that's what they were doing. They might be networking over some illicit activity, but it's still the idea of networking and building some type of collective base through music and culture, you know, and then the break dancing, what that's all about, you know, that's like spontaneous, when the break beat come on, boom, the DJing is the, like, we were building the culture, not even knowing we were building the culture. And then the rap thing is just, you know, it's, a, it's one element, you know, so, you know, you see the cast, Rhyming, I want to rhyme. That's what I want to do. And you write your little rhymes, your little eight-bar rhymes, you know. And, you know, you're a part of the culture, not thinking that this is going to be a, a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar endeavor 30 years later. It's not what you're thinking. You're thinking, we just doing us. This is what we do. Everybody got rhymes. Everybody break dance. Everybody DJs. Everybody, do, but not everybody, but everybody has a part <laughs> in the culture and you see it grow and explode and become what it is. It's like, man, if you, if we could have done that knowing what we had so we can purposely keep the culture vultures at bay and make them pay for the culture. You know what I mean? We thought about it like that, but we weren't thinking about it like that. We were thinking about it like, oh, we just come to, to us. And then here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we're at an think... interesting point. Go, I was gonna no, say, no, so you so you think things have changed for the better or the worse? You think it's basically the same, or like how do you feel? I feel like Newark because I live in Newark, and I first year I got out here, there were eight shootouts on the corner of my block, right? So I, I'm what used to like, uh, this is like 14. I've been here for like almost 14 years, like 13 to 14 years. I've been in Newark. I've been with my girl and living with her out here. Um, but um, like I, I live by on uh, Lincoln Park, that little area, you know, like right, right down. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, but they used to get live on uh, Pennsylvania Ave, right there in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. They used to light up a lot. Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. what was I gonna say? But it is what it is, man. Like it, now they're yeah. gentrifying everything, and I don't see mm -hmm. like really too much benefits to the um, you know, the neighborhood in regards to like middle and low income, you know, people. I see a lot of people getting kicked out. I, I had a picture, of course, I don't have it here right now, but I had a picture of um, 
of the the fines they they're willing to give cars like fifty dollars or more and 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 five hundred dollars or more for people panhandling you know inside the streets and whatever um you know, if you stop at a corner or whatever and they're asking for money, you give them money, I get a fine and the person gets even a higher fine, the, the homeless person. So I, I don't know, like, like I have my issues with like how they're policing and, and dealing with the, the issues out here, especially with the homeless. Um, but w w what do you feel? Like, and I see a lot of people doing a lot of, um, what is it, the, um, not heroin, uh, the other stuff, um, fentanyl or whatever, like a lot of fentanyl addicts in, uh, in my neighborhood now, you know, like they're still here. Uh, and they're, you know, yeah. it is what it is, but you know, I, I don't mind. I understand that there's a cause and effect. You know what I'm saying? Like that, mm -hmm. that, that certain things are being overlooked and that's why that's still there. And I, the only time you see progress change is when you see like a Jewish guy coming in buying a property, you know what I mean? In this area, like, at least that's what I've noticed. Mm -hmm. I see a, like the, you know, like random faces that don't normally aren't here. You know, they're the ones buying the buildings and, and kicking mm -hmm. people out. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. anyway, we'll go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt too much okay. of your time, but. How do you feel? That's no, all good. That's no, all good. So, all right. So, you know, I, I've been doing the 24 hours a piece in Newark for like the last 10 years to 11 years. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I created it to support Raz's, Raz's initiative, Violence is a Public Health Issue, yeah. which he launched when he was Southward Councilman and Principal okay. of Central High School. Right. Um, and it was, it was dope because he did this huge think tank. We put together this huge think tank of all the different um, law, you know, law enforcement, the schools, the hospitals, social workers, Department of Health, Parks and Recreation. Mm. And you get all the different aspects of the North community, top to bottom, community groups, um, to think tank, think tank. Let's devise mm. strategies that we can address violence and crime. Right. Um, so out of that, I, we created 24 hours of peace, which mm -hmm. was using peace, love, unity, safely having fun, branding that idea, those ideas like you would brand, you know, I'll put a cap in your ass, suck my dick, fuck you, mm -hmm. bitch. <laughs> say where you, say where you, say where you brand that. Let's brand peace, love, unity, safely having fun. Right. And we did it, you know, really for four years when he was Southwood Councilman, yet he wasn't mayor yet. Um, mm -hmm. So there was really very little resources. It was born out of the spirit of the North Anti-Violence Coalition, which did protests every Wednesday for five years straight. Rain, sleet, hail, snow. And whenever somebody was, you know, somebody got murdered or was, a, you know, police brutality or, you know, whatever happened, they would go to that corner, shut it down and protest the gangs, the drug dealers, the people committing the crime. Now they say, oh, they, ne they never protest black on black crime. All right, the North Anti-Violence Coalition did it every Wednesday, five years straight. Rain, mm -hmm. sleet, hail, snow. Look at research it, it's there. All right, okay. I seen it, so, I seen it firsthand, man. Yeah. I seen some oh, of it. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. so, so, so 24 hours. So, piece, shout right? out the name again. Huh? I was going to say, shout out, out the name again. North of Anti the project. Violence Coalition. And I my got it. project is 24 Hours of Peace. Now, 24 Hours of Peace was like, you, now, when we locked down the block, 
when we go out on the block and we lock it down, we need to bring culture, knowledge, wisdom, understanding to the people using hip hop. That's how 24 Hours of Peace got created, right? Now, 24 Hours of Peace is one program in a slew of initiatives that Raz launched when he became mayor. Since then, Newark has seen the lowest crime rate since 1967. Nice, nice. Okay. I do see a difference, man. Mm -hmm. He's doing a good job. North, I don't... North, yeah, North yeah. is one of the only large cities with a community review board. Now, it's politics with everything. I don't get it twisted. I'm not saying things can't be better. Yeah. I'm saying that our programs, specifically for job placement, housing, like the mayor has, is a very open city hall that if there's an issue, things can be addressed. And I've seen it happen. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that life is going to be perfect ever. It just means that we got to do a lot more, you know what I mean, to, to make things the way we want to, we want to see it. But um, yeah. I know when, and you know, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm in defense of Roz Baraka because he's a, he's a friend of mine, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And like understanding when he came into City Hall, Nork had an $85 million deficit. Mm. The city's budget's been balanced for the last four years, five years. Nice. nice. Right. When that water thing happened, he got it paid for without raising taxes. Wow. You're thinking he got the county and the state to put up hundreds of millions of dollars to fix a problem that legally the city wasn't really responsible for. One, mm. two, he inherited the problem. The pipes yeah, Booker. were messed up. <laughs> Fuck yo, I'm sorry, Booker even, knew, man. But, not, but not even Booker. Like the pipes yeah. were messed up even before Booker. The pipe yeah, of like, course. Was all, oh. yeah. and but but you don't think Booker knew? That. You don't think Booker knew? Like, and he was just like kind of like, oh, like I'm, I don't probably, know for some reason. He, Go ahead. He probably. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm pretty sure he did, but. It's like, you know, when you think about it, right? Mm -hmm. right? How do you fix it? How do you fix it? Because the law at one point stated that the, um, the city is not responsible for private property. So the pipes coming into the home, to the privately owned home, the homeowner is actually exactly. responsible for it. The mm -hmm. city had yeah. changed the law so they could then become responsible for it. And then he figured out a way of fixing it without really causing the homeowners i mean you got to put up you got to come to the table with something and you it's a privately yeah. owned home you're responsible yep. for it right yep. okay yep. but he tried to minimize their burden as much as he could now you know i'm an outsider i don't i don't live in north new jersey i'm from east orange mm. east orange north is the same thing but i've been in new york for like, <laughs> i was in new york for like 15 years i'm in florida for the last five six years you know what i mean so i don't want to you know, even present myself as the spokesperson for Newark, but those are my people at the same time. In order for me to get to Newark, I mean, New York, I had to go through Newark. When I was yep. going school shopping, I went to Universal and Dr. J. That's that's where I went. Yep. Like, my friends is all, I went to Bloomfield Tech. Everybody there was from Newark, East Orange, and Bloomfield. So, yep. like, we all family, and it's yep. all our people. Um, 
similar problems too. I, I know we still got a long way to go. Like mm -hmm. it, ain't, it ain't fixed. And you know, I'm not saying that Roz Baraka is anybody's savior. I don't present that either. But I just know that the brother got the best of intentions for North New Jersey. And mm -hmm. if you have an idea, City Hall is an open place for you. That's okay. that's my experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he seems like, you know, my whole thing is I, I have a big issue with a lot of government stuff, you know, in general, but I do see a difference under his, his oversight, you know what I mean? Like, in regards to Booker, like, he always seemed like the, yeah, 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 you know, buddy-buddy type of person, and I, I, see, I started seeing things like being, you know, discrepancies here and there, and I feel like, you know, how do you not know about those things, you know what I mean? And I don't want to hold grudges against anybody, as long as their intentions, like, we always speak on this channel about intentions, if the people's intentions are, are, are good... Those are people you, you know, you, you mess with, but with anybody else, it's like, there's a lot of people that they make it look like, oh, we're doing this for your benefit. And then you start analyzing the actual things that happen because of those things. Then you're like, well, you know what? That's not really thinking about our, our intentions. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and our future in the long term. So, so yeah, that's my whole thing. Well, but I, I seen it different I, with Ross Baraka. Definitely. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but again, it's still a long way to go and things ain't perfect. And, you yeah, know, yeah, everybody's yeah. not, you know, you know, so yeah. How do you feel about the, so, the legalism? Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I to... You know, honestly, no, no, no. I, I know we only, we only got a couple minutes. We only got a couple minutes, so I, I want to get to a real strong conversation. They converted right, right. some shipping containers to be used for frequent homeless people um, in Newark Penn Station, and anybody who's been to Newark Penn Station knows that there's a serious homeless issue. Like yeah, you, it doesn't take an hour to know that. Yes. So, I have, so I, Newark homeless who spend time in Penn Station. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so I, I just okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just driving past it. No, seriously, it's one of the like. I'll I'll even just give like my own experience. I I traveled I'm from Maplewood and from Trenton. I went to uh, TC and J to Trenton State College. <laughs> if people don't remember what it was, um, so I went from Trenton to to South Orange all the time. So I took Newark, I was in Newark Penn Station all the time, all the way in 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. Um, it is, what it, it will tell you, the Port Authority and that will tell you how bad the homeless problem is for the rest of the country. Like, yeah. it, if, that it, if you can't solve a problem right in a metro area, that'll tell you how bad the problem is for everywhere else. Yep, yep, right. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. I mean, when you think of the homeless problem in California right now, Los Angeles is, you know, or actually, a, a, a old friend of mine was killed a few days ago by a homeless mm. man who jacked somebody out of their car, jumped, jumped in the truck, and just sped off, hit my guy who was standing still at the at the light on his bike, and then dragged him, smashed him, got out the car, goes in the alley. There's a camera footage of him changing clothes and then walking away. Now, mental health is crazy, bro. Like, mm -hmm. mental health in America, there's levels to this. Yep. There's, 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 there's millions of people walking around mentally unhealthy, like really bad, severe mental health problems. Yep. And, you know, it's a, it's, it's, you know, fallout from, the heroin era, the crack era, you know, uh, it's just <sighs> capitalism, the idea of exploitation 
uh, demands that there are poor people and there are starving. Like it just demands it. Somebody's got to lose in capitalism. Um, and we have to figure out a way to build not only a net to help people catch people, but uh, to help people develop, you know, out of out of their mental illness, out of out of their trauma, you know, because um, it's serious. Drug addiction is serious. Alcoholism is serious. Um, you know, a lot of there there are a lot of cases where there is shelter. But because of the environment in the shelter, homeless people would rather sleep on the street. Uh, it's not safe. It's not sanitary. It's not clean. It takes yeah. money and resources to really build out those systems um, to give the services to people that the, the, like the, the, what people deserve. They need to get those services. Be, like you have to show people they're worth something and that they're valued. And that takes time over generation to really solve these problems. It's not a, you know, um, a friend of mine, Vanessa Shakur, had introduced me to a, a brother out of, uh, it was in the Bronx. Uh, what is his name? What is his name? But it, this was like 2006, seven, and they were designing canisters to reconvert into homeless, uh, uh, housing for homeless people. Uh, mm -hmm. and what they were doing with it then, I was amazed. I wasn't aware of what they were doing in Newark. Um, mm. you, you know, it's news to me. Thank you for putting me on. Um, so I don't really have an opinion about that. I would have to actually see it in person to really give an honest opinion. But mm. we have to figure out how to solve the home homeless problem. And I know that Penn Station for decades has been you know, a central place for the transient in the Essex County uh, area to, to come. And like I said, I've had, unfortunately, family members who've had to use Penn Station to shelter for time, you know, at times. And, um, you know, if you're not qualified and trained to deal with mental illness, it's really hard to deal with people who are mentally ill. It's hard. Yes. You know, it's difficult. You know, I, I don't... I don't want to give a oh we need to it's like man like where, where do you start there's so many levels to this thing you know but yeah. first and foremost people have to heal heal so you can have clarity of mind so you can see the, I have a man a childhood friend of mine I, I haven't seen him in years another childhood friend who works for uh, New Jersey Transit calls me Hakeem, I just ran into so-and-so. Yo, man, if you saw him, it hurt your heart. It would hurt your heart. And I already know what that is because of my experience with, like, you know, I just, it's, it's real. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't mm -hmm. even like, you know, mm -hmm. like something like that. And it's not like outside. I know what that is. I know what that is. But I also know what it takes to, you know, really address that issue. And, yeah. um... You know, so I don't know. What do you guys think about the what they're doing with these canisters to make ship shelters? Uh, I so think, uh, I think. Can, it's, can yeah, I show you something? Please go. This is this is what. Um, yes. Let me see for sure. This is what they were gonna do in 2015 or something like that. They wanted to make this condos type of thing. They make them look like that. I'm cool with it. If they make them like a little cheap little like cage type of thing, like you know, nah, I, I don't, it's not, it's not fresh. like they got it. They're gonna have to put mm -hmm. like a really nice effort. 
and like actually show that they're putting it together and they care about it. And if they do that, then I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? But if they do some like half-ass, like, you know, budgetary, like, oh, you know, it doesn't have this and, you know, and make excuses for right. whatever, you know, then I might have an issue. But that's the only thing that would give me any type of drawback regarding anything. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. what do you feel like? Yeah. Oh, I was just, thing? I was going to just give more info. I, it's, it's a generally good thing. I will tell you the shipping containers site is slated to open in early fri- uh, February and will include three single bathrooms and shower units for about 36 people, I believe is the number that they had. Um, so meals, transportation, mental and substance abuse services will be provided. Um, said Hoyt. Hoyt is, I, I watched the interview that Hoyt did. She, she was basically doing it in like a Zoom conference with everyone. They they seem to genuinely genuinely care about people, but they're also uh, using a California-based homes first the uh, homes for the homeless to partner with for the project. So yes, I have the hopes that it'll look like what you just saw, like what you just yeah. put up. I hope so. And that's my only yeah. As long as it looks like that, I am I'm all for it. Honestly, though, nobody everybody deserves to have some place to take a shower. Uh, just you know, just use the bathroom. Yo, I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, it's such so. so man, it seems so yo, easy. That, yo, that, that, that's like that's my shit, right? My shit is like you're good if you have a clean place to take a shower and a shit. Yep, yep, yep. If you if you can if you have a nice sanitary, clean, safe environment to take a shower and a shit, you can feed yourself, sleep safe sound mm-hmm. you know that that satisfies that and then you can move on and think about other things if yeah. we don't get that mental health that drug addiction alcoholism just that that human development part attached to it we yes. got we got you can, you can take the people out the ghetto but you can't take the ghetto out the people you gotta take the ghetto mm-hmm. you gotta because they'll take you tear it down you be like man you gotta this is t- nice t- to go <laughs> I, yeah. I I almost hate to say it, but like, because I hate the word ghetto as using as like a as a negative term. But like, you got to teach the ghetto out of people, and, and I, I hate that. It, it, it's like it's not really teaching somebody to be not ghetto. It's like teaching what, them what, natural oh, things the that they should know how to be. But what is the, what ghetto, is the ghetto, right? What, what is the ghetto? What is the what, what is the word ghetto come from? Mm-hmm. I you want you want you want me to talk about it? The ghetto comes from ghetto. a negative connotation. No, no, but it's a negative connotation made from the the Jim Crow era to basically show that black no. areas are. Ooh, no, that's not where the word ghetto comes from. It's not where the word ghetto comes from. Go ahead. Where ghetto comes from, Germany. They grouped the Jews yes. in the ghetto. Those are the first ghettos were mm. European Jews. Mm-hmm. And um, also the first projects were with European Jews. They were housed European Jews. That's true. Yeah. So the, the, the project is a project. Mm. The projects are a project. And the ghetto mm-hmm. is something that's a negative thing. Yeah. Now, yeah. the neighborhood you live in doesn't have to be a ghetto. It doesn't have to be. A, exactly. Just because right. all black people there, all black people don't live in the ghetto. Like, there Thank are you. lots of neighborhoods around America where it's majority black people, black city government, black, and they're not ghettos. So it's not, yeah. black itself doesn't mean ghetto. 
ghetto is something that's a negative thing that poor people have been pushed into. Mm-hmm. And it just so mm-hmm. happens that the narrative is that black people live in the ghettos, but trailer parks are ghettos too. Yep. Yep. Black yes. Thank you. Right. I, I, I'm one of those brothers who goes to the South. So I, I, I'm not, I met some redneck motherfuckers. So I, I understand. Yeah. yeah. How, how, do you, um, how do you um feel about the school systems and everything? Like, do you think things are getting better, like education wise? Do you think more opportunities are being presented I mean, in East Betsy, Orange? After four years of Betsy DeVos, nah, this shit's fucked up. It's fucked up, right? Yeah. yeah. It's fucked yeah. up, right? And then even before her with the fucking core curriculum shit, like, like they tried to, they looked to, um, they tried to get us advanced like even when you look at india for instance mm-hmm. india i was watching this shit they had these indian kids doing like complex mathematics mm. like this like <laughs> coming up with the answer like yeah. that on yeah, the fingers yeah. like that, 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 that. Yeah. there's like you know different ways of doing different things yeah that different algorithms and programs right like ways of right yeah, yeah. yeah. So other communities are is, is kicking Americans' ass. Like this is, this is the world, it's a world thing we're doing mm-hmm. right now. This is not we look at yeah. each other as the competition, and the competition is India, Africa, China, mm-hmm. where you, they, they can pay people less and people are smarter. Yep, yep, yep. And Americans haven't figured that out yet. So with Obama, they was trying to get us on a level where we could compete with the the. And we just like, ah, fuck that shit. Come on, man. Yep. Yep. I just want to yep. carry the one. I don't want to shoot this all this yep. other yep. shit, right? Yep, 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 now, yep. Parents like are tight, too. <laughs> different ways of coming to conclusions, different ways yep. of understanding. Mm-hmm. America has got to figure out how to educate us and not indoctrinate us. Yep, yep, yep. I, don't know. I, don't I know am one of those people. <laughs> no, you're... I, I, yeah, I hate standardization. The standardization of America, especially, I remember being in high school and being like, this is bullshit. I had already taken the SATs when I was younger, and I take it, took it again, and I got like 12, 200 points higher without trying because you, you just learn how to take a test. If you're just learning how to take a test, it doesn't influence the way that you actually learn to adapt to society. It only, yeah. it only teaches you how to know... Inform. Maybe you know, conform. There's this, there's this educational theorist named John Gatto, G-A-T-T-O. And he breaks down how, or where we get our educational system from. We got it from the Prussians. And mm. the reason why the Prussians have the educational system they have is because they got their asses kicked at one point by the French. So the king of Prussia wanted to know, well, why, why do we lose? And the answer was, because you had too many free thinkers, right? Mm-hmm. So they had to devise a way to get Prussians to be on, you know, like when I pull the lever, yep. you're going to fucking do what you got to do. And you're, gonna, yep. you're not going to think outside the box, right? Yep. Yep. So the educational system was at, so when you look at all the early college professors in America, like the Harvard and the Yales and the Prince, like the early, you know, the 1700s, 1800s, they all studied in Prussia. They all, all got their their pedagogy and their, you know, educational theory. All that shit comes from Prussia, which is creating robots. 
that yep. when we tell you to war, you just go. You won't think. Yep. That's capitalism too. A lot of the stuff in this country, you look at the way that people are being controlled. It's like sometimes you ask yourself, like, how they fall for it. It's like they're all getting programmed somehow, man. A lot of people in this country have been programmed to think that oh, the Democratic Party's got my best interest. No, they don't. The 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 Republican Party, no. I mean, one's better than the other, but that's just about it. I could tell you a lot of faults in both of them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if people aren't willing to do community-driven stuff, you know, then I have a problem with it. I, a lot of people, they've con- convinced people of color and other, um, you know, nationalities to not trust these, themselves within their, you know, like their groups of people, like, you know, blacks with blacks, Spanish with Spanish, you know, blacks and Spanish, you know, like whatever it is. They Like, they, they have this distrust, but, you know, in other, you know, like, the whites and the um and and you know to some degree Asians and certain people they tend to be able to work together. The Jewish people tend to work together, but not too well, many. Um, I, I will. I, 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 I want yeah, to talk wanna, to me, brother. Talk yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, you go. <laughs> I gotta go, and I gotta rhyme. Yes. Okay. All right. Eight forty-five. I gotta go. I gotta rhyme. But we gotta watch how we say, "Oh, Chinese people and Jewish people and so and so they work together." Because when you get into their community, when you might. And we look at them at the macro, but when you get into yeah, the yeah. micro, they be having the same issues we have. They just okay. don't talk about it like we talk about it. Yeah, but that's I, a, that's another that's another story. Yo, that's a good look because honestly, I didn't think of it from that perspective. I, and I will talk point. about that a little bit more. Yeah, but I yeah, gotta because ride, I, 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 I gotta go. I gotta all right, my brother. Yeah, man. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, you so much for being with us. You. I, yeah, I'll send you a link later, man. Wait, uh, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, you want to rhyme? Oh, I thought you was rhyming rhyme, somewhere else because you said you had to go. Oh, go ahead. Come on, I got to rhyme, and then I got to go. Okay, rhyme. go ahead, brother. Do you need a beat? Right. No, 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 no. Don't beat me. I got you. I got you. If Pippin ain't easy, what the fuck is revolution? Rappers be spitting straight noise pollution. Here's a clean glass of water. I'll show you how to eat to live. What goes around comes. Let me show you how to give. That's something that you hear when the nine is at your rib. In the street, tuck your jewels. Thugs drew like baby bibs. I try to be mindful. Write something for the kids. Talk it like I walk it. Rap it how I live. I came up blue collar, strived to be a scholar, but I didn't need the love. I nearly starved without the dollar. Depression, the stress is enough to make you holler when the landlord's at your doorstep and the devil's on your collar. They call me a slacker, cause I won't sell crack for the cracker. I call women queens and I love to bury blacker. Some chicks get it twisted, they'd rather be called bitches with their ass in the air like everybody's supposed to kiss it. It's a simple lesson, you get what you deserve. Is life a bitch or just a pimp with a perm? See, a mommy tricked out, made a little heartburn, but it's something she'll forget when it's time to take her turn. When will the children learn it's much better to earn, but when my niggas put in work, they like to make the metal burn. End up in the system, it's all systematic. Manchurian candidates waving automatics. A product of a project launched in the 80s. Chemical warfare meant to kill the crack babies. Now as the world turns, is it just a story? Because keeping it real got my sons in purgatory. In between heaven and Hades, like earthquakes in Haiti, the fat lady clears her throat and then plays harp for the babies. They say I'm such a mystic. Lyrics are mythic, but I make it so plain with details and specifics. I'm just gifted. I'm young and I'm black. Some represent the game. I represent the fact that God helps those who helps themselves. So when God helps you, he's really helping himself. Make every day have purpose is the science of life. Every breath's another roll as a science to dice. Learn from your mistakes, try to learn from others. You get one roll at life, you won't get another. You have to learn the tricks cause some niggas be on the gab. On some funny business but that shit will make you laugh. 
I thought he had the bread, wasn't wondering not the weed. I'm wondering how it's coming back because my connect ain't getting beat. Salute. Hakeem Green, channel live, live and direct. BDP all day, every day. All we do is spark Madism. See me at madism.info. Yeah. Thank you so much for tonight. Whoa. We appreciate Whoa. the time Thanks, that sir. you spent. Thank Respect, you. Thank bro. you so much. Thank you, thank and we'll you. definitely we'll definitely link up soon, man. I got some stuff to talk to you about, my brother. Let's you have a good go. night Let's today go. and enjoy your show later, bro. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Rose Day, you thank already you, know. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, bro. man. Peace. Thank you. Have a great night. Dope, man. That, that, that went pretty well. I'm, I'm I'm happy that, you know. Yeah. You managed oh, that. And you know what? what? And I'm also going to just throw this in there, you know, like, because he, he was talking about the truth. There's the macro vision of Asian, like, Asian or African cultures and mm -hmm. other, like, that's just, like, a macro looking at the, the field. Like, we, we have to deal with lack of identity sometimes, um, especially as black people or people of color who are coming from certain colonialized states. But other areas have to deal with years and years of culture that, mm -hmm. that that wasn't necessarily the dominant culture. Yeah. So European culture ended up becoming this uh, all-seeing eye kind of situation where it became the predominant culture for a lot of these areas. And yeah. you're still coming here and you're, you're trying to be Asian, you're trying to be Chinese, you're trying to be uh, Thai, you're trying to be Filipino. Mm -hmm. There's, they're completely different aspects from all those countries. Right. Um, especially if you're like a colonial country or if you were uh, your own state, <laughs> it's a, it's, yep. it's strange. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Like, you know, that's why I wanted, like, I like this show because we get to hear different things and it hopes enlighten, you know, hopefully enlightens people. Cause like, I didn't look at it from that perspective. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Everybody's got beef with everybody within cultures. It doesn't necessarily mean if somebody snakes somebody financially or does something with their, their wife or does something, it's the same shit. Excuse my language, but it's basically the same, mm -hmm. um, you know, thing. It's just a different culture. And like some people handle it differently at the end of the day, but, um, He's got a good point there, man. Like, I, I didn't think of it. I'm sure he's been around enough people uh, in general to kind of, like, determine that that's a factual thing. And I'd have to. Like, I'm just being a little close-minded or whatever, I guess. Um, no, no, no. It's more, it's not close-minded. Generalization that's, is foolish. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I got to stop being, you know, so that that's why, you know, at least I'm trying to catch myself when I do that. But um, go ahead. Uh, what do you want to talk about now, man? I'm, you know, I'm happy it went a lot smoother and that rap well, had me hype. Well, you know what? I, I, I kind of feel bad. I kind of feel bad because I did cut you off. We were yeah. going to talk about Herb, and I was like, it wasn't that I didn't want to talk about Herb. I just saw the time, and I was yeah, like, yeah. I kind of want him to talk about Newark. I wanted him to talk about his his nah, hometown, cool. his I area. We'll get him back on and we'll talk about the legalization. I told him and he looked like he was amped for that split second. So I think he... You know, I know. I feel I felt so time. bad, but I was like, I was yeah. like, ugh, I got a call for yeah. myself. Just, yeah. um, but yeah. we can, we can take a chat. We can take a second before our next, our next major thing. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, because, you know, we got a couple projects coming, man. This is just the start, man. Like, that's why I said, like, I don't care. It could be two, three, one, one year, two years. It's a start because in the future, there's going to be so much more. I already see it coming, man. I already see, like, all of our hard work during, d d developing into something good at some point, man, because we're, we're good people. At the end of the day, that's what keeps well, me having faith. But I think we're decent can people. I, can I ask you, because I don't know. Um, I don't mm -hmm. know. Um, mm -hmm. 
what is the legalization process now in New Jersey? Because the yet. legalization they're, they're, process in New York is they're different. doing the they got to work the bills, and I think it it, it starts now with um with this guy in office or whatever, or not this guy, but this um whatever round of like cycle um, cycle. cycle or whatever it is. So I don't know yeah. yet, but they said it's, it could take up to like a year or so, maybe six months for them to get the the legal uh, terms together in order for them to actually implement it. So like. It is what it is, man. It's just the thought that it's it's almost here. You know what I mean? Which is good. You know, I just don't. I wanted to talk to him specifically about whether or not he thinks it's okay for the people that are involved. Like, you know, doing. There's people out there selling it illegally. There's people that are selling it legally. The question is whether or not they can transition into a legal deal, or if this is just a money grab. In my mind, from the you know the state to get more tax revenue. You know what I mean? Like, because at the end of the day. They don't care about the people selling out here. They're gonna just do it through their their means and 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 tax it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I want to see what the results at the end look like. I have an issue with it a little bit, but I also feel like you know, like like I don't know. I think they should should do something for all those people they've arrested in the past for weed charges and all that other stuff. If they're now selling this shit, you know what I mean? They, like I've, I've they might certain, like, they might let most of the small dealers go. They might let everybody with a smaller charge go. They actually, yeah. that is something that is happening in New York in a lot of cases. Um, New York is a weird place too because New York has actually decriminalized it for the most part. But the fact mm. is that it's not quite it's not quote unquote legal. Um, there's, if you have medical, you can get it from a dispensary, but there's only like three dispensaries in all of Manhattan. <laughs> like, and the, you know, like they make it so that it's very difficult to get legal marijuana, but it's also not, uh, illegal to have it now. Like you could have less than, um, an eight, I think it is 3.5, less than 3.5. And so that's kind of an interesting I, they're doing it for a grab too. They want cash. They what they want. They what they really want is the tax revenue so that they can directly sell. Um, it's pretty known for most people. Uh, there's only certain farms that have gotten contracts. For instance, that's just not going to work. I just know. Like I think New Jersey has it almost better that they have legalization first. Like literally, they're like we don't even have a plan for it per se. We don't have farms or anything like that. We're just going to tell you that it's legal and we're going to figure it out in six months. Yeah. I, I, we have a better, I think you have a better chance. Yeah. I, all I want is peace and harmony, man. I want people to be relaxed <laughs> and, and eating food and just relaxing. Like there's too much. I want after the four years of Trump, <laughs> everybody just chill. <laughs> That's all I'm hoping happens, but we'll see what happens. You know, this government is shady. What happened? So, that's the next story, I guess. I mean, it's not really a. We're, we'll talk about the Keystone Pipeline as well. But okay, how did you feel about today? We we in, in today to the today. show today. Oh, in regards no. to the inauguration. No, today is the inauguration of Joe Biden as the forty-sixth president of the United States, um, and Kamala Harris I, as the first Black and Asian vice president, which is female, Black female Asian. All of those things. All of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, all of those things are important because those have never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to tell you right now, I'm like, I don't really care. I just rather Trump. The only thing I care about is Trump being gone. And like he started exiting the building, you know, I think last night almost. I think he left today, today. But like, you know, the reports that he was almost done last night. So like as early as last night, I was feeling better. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't really care too much about Biden. I don't think it's going to make a big drastic change in my life. Um, it might, but I doubt it. Um, but uh, yeah, you know. It's it's a it's a relief, man. It's a it's a good feeling. At the end of the day, as much as I wish it was Bernie, and I'm sick to my stomach that it's not. Um, part of me is just like you know, it's like I finally feel a little bit like less stress on my heart and my lungs and my my blood pressure and you know what I mean. Like waiting for something stupid to be said. I'm sure there's going to be something stupid. I heard Parla got back on. Is that true? Does this guy have an outlet now? So I I heard it is back on but it is not full serviced i don't mm. know the details because i'm not on the services itself mm. but um yeah I, I mean i've never tried to be on parlor like i just want to know if i'm going to hear some a lot of stuff coming out of the white not the white house but out of uh, mar-a-lago now or whatever it is now that he's out of the office, you know, he might take a little bit of break and then get like a hundred million dollars from Fox to be a, a host or something. I don't know. But I don't know. You think his reputation? Well, you know what? Go to me. Go to me real quick. Go to me real okay. quick. And I can answer your question. Okay. Hold on one second. Here we go. Yeah. Technical difficulties. So, yeah. Also, just look at all these, these little boys that they have here. Sean Hannity tweeting for them. Senator Ron Paul, Mark Levin, John Metz. Just people just like, no, it's sad. It's a sad time for them. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have, um, what is it? They don't have um, like any resources to to, to spew their their fake knowledge, right? (laughs) Like, Like they're getting cut, their mics are getting clipped. Wow. 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 It's well. It's just. Yo, is it a good thing though? Is censorship a good thing? Like, I mean, it's not really censorship because it's private it's companies, not, but but people want to claim it's censorship because they think it's a utility. The people are saying, "Well, it's a utility, so it's censorship." I'm like, "But it's not. It's a private so, company." <laughs> you know, and, until it's a utility, exactly because parlor can parlor can be on desktop. Parlor could do, <laughs> start buying servers and starting a yeah. desktop service. But you know what I mean? That they're never going to be as big if they don't have. Like the Facebook, the ability to be on your phone. That was the mm-hmm. thing. It was just a bunch of people on their phones who were conservative, yeah. which is scary already to me because I don't want any conservative. <laughs> they... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a. People are crazy, man. I'm just happy. Are you happy that there wasn't any like crazy violence? Like I was waiting for crazy violence to start. Yeah. I was like, oh um, God, I wasn't happen. expecting it. Mm. I I honestly see this is the thing that we could talk about is that I believe the QAnon will implode on itself. I don't yeah. think the idea the ideology will fold in. I think that mm. that's an old ideology. The white patriarchy, all of that is just old ideology that they're just trying to hold on to. Mm. Um, but I think QAnon itself revolves too much around Trump. And Trump is not invincible. I think that's what I, I think that's what we learned is that he's not invincible. Yep. Which is, I mean, like, yay! I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It seems like I'm down on that, but whole, 
Yeah, I mean, this whole QAnon and... I want that nonsense to end, man. All the stuff that he was bringing to the table, like, was just a, a really horrible situation. I felt intimidated when I was going places. Like, I don't want people to easily forget because what they'll do is they'll fall to the to the background like they were before, you know, Trump, until another Trump guy comes out. And then, like, you know what I mean? Like, I like, oh, you know, I'm the closeted racist. You can't see me. You know what I mean? And then when somebody actually is out there to spew the nonsense, like if Trump either comes back during this period of time or if somebody else, you know, later on down the line, they're going to be like, yay, we're back to, you know, because, you know, that's what they did. They were doing that with um, when Barack Obama was elected. Uh, a lot of Republicans started going through the, the uh, race route where they were like, hey, check out this Indian guy here. He's the guy or this person. He's Spanish. Like, you know what I mean? Like very stereotypical like like stuff. So, you know, if they see that Trump was a winning ticket, they'll bring somebody just like him back to the table. You know what I mean? Because they think that that's just like the, the Democrats, I think feel like there's certain paths they have to take in order to, for them to win. Like, it's either got to be a woman. I don't want to sound sexist by saying this, but I just feel like they do, like, certain procedures when they when they try to... You're not um, being sexist. You're talking about what are gender politics. They're, yeah, gender I mean, politics which is a thing. Like, yeah, so you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't... But like I said, I don't like trying to offend people. I feel like sometimes I'll say something and it'll slip the wrong way. So, you know, I don't want people to interpret wrong. But gender politics... Uh, you know, racial related politics, you know what I mean? Like, well, this person happens to be a Muslim or this person happens to be a, a devoted Christian or da da da. Like, it's always something instead of like, okay, what's his track record, you know, or her track record or like, what is what has she supported in the past? You know, people doing actual research about what the person really stands for because I know people that used to be like scumbags and then became pure Muslims and vice versa. They were certain certain races and then they become pure Christians and then like like you could say whatever you want, but that person's still that person and whether or not they actually change is something you gotta, you know, hear the information so you could determine that yourself to believe that this person isn't fake. Like what's his face? That fake um Democrat who's really a Republican that we were talking about the other day, like uh, what's that guy's name? Um oh, man. The we had uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm just a brain fart. Brain fart, right? Yeah, brain fart, right? I'm sitting there like, what the hell is that guy's name? Yeah, he's that. You know, it's people like that that you got to watch out for. And like at the end of the day, we need to, you know, like really be able to see what people are and not have like the media dictate what we see. You know what I mean? And that's that's what's happening right now. These you got all these certain media conglomerates like brainwashing people now. Like the election was stolen. It's like no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's like. Yes, it is. You know, there's still people out there that are pissed, man. I don't care what you say. There's still people out there pissed. There's still people saw like an opportunity. They're like, well, you know what? They blew up the spot in regards to that. Are you saying? No, no, no. That's exactly it. I, there is a, I've, I've said it multiple times. There's at least a 25, 30% of the country that is insanely in love with the Trump ideology. I don't know if mm -hmm. it's just the identity of Trump or if it's also the racism attached to it. And not just racism, every trying, the make America great again thing is a very specific, like I would like the thing, life to be back to the 50s and 60s. Or something, you know, that, something I like that there's some thought. relation to that. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. And also the other thing is, is um, they really, like the word I was used for him is they idolize him. Like, you know, they, they praise him in some kind of way, thinking that that's going to be the solution. Like this guy knows what they want. It's crazy. I told you that I was, I think I told you there was a guy, you know, the, 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 the thing that they do this with, 
you know the white power that they they've oh, affiliated. white power so yeah they, they say now it's the white power thing and some people are like no that's the okay and that's the this that whatever but it's funny like like how I talked to a, I sent a, a thing on YouTube to somebody and he always starts his video when he's talking about Trump with Trump doing this and I told them I was like you know that that can be interpreted a certain way right he took it right off like a lot of people don't know what they're doing when it comes to like symbolism and they're actually promoting it and then mm -hmm. on top of that some people know exactly what they're doing and 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 it's like it's like who's who and it's it's scary because you don't know who's crazy and who's actually like really they might be crazy in a way but they have some sense of I know how to do this and be this damaging to the the world and you know like their mentality is a little screwed up from you know a lot of these are ex military people and ex law enforcement people that have um technical skills that are very intimidating like you don't know what they're capable of and 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 how they feel you know I don't understand why people hate race so much in the in general anyway you live life for less than a hundred years, you're lucky if you live to be a hundred, right? And yet, you think that you're gonna make such a big change by hating somebody else, or, or, or I don't know, man. I'm sorry, I'm going off tangent, but it, it's just, race is just a screwed up thing, bro. Like the the whole, you know, the whole concept of like this is all based, I think, on race and like dominance over somebody else. You know what I mean? Like this is it's about dominance. It's about yeah power yep. it, it yep. has nothing to do okay so coloration also has almost always had to do with economics and power yep. so when it comes to slavery too the reason that darker people were chosen out of that group were often because they were seen as stronger mm -hmm. i mean it's just these ideas that were put into somebody's head and were just propagated uh, across the, the country. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. even know with country is work. I mean, we're, they were, it's across the entire nationscape of North America and mm -hmm. even some of South America when you, when you talk about it. So um, I don't know. Race is a hard topic because it's always been used to polarize groups of people through economics. And actually yeah. that's why he was, when Hakeem was here, he was talking about also too, like you can't just lump in white people because white people include Irish people, Spanish people, and I mean from Spain, um, people from the Ukraine, people from, you know what I'm saying? It's just a large group of people that you're talking about. So it's hard. I mean, it's interesting because we have to talk about white culture because America mm -hmm. has, has a white culture mm -hmm. and is defined by it. So is Europe. So is most, mm -hmm. most of Europe. But that's not necessarily the defining thing about them and that's what is why i've tried to be trying to get some of those like people on the show and we'll, we'll we'll talk to them more too about class issues because it becomes it becomes a class issue um who has more power you know for a long time like the english had more power and then there was a period of time where there was some kind of i mean that's why there's so many mob films People love that era of the Italian era where they gained some power. Um, mm. They were not; they were looked down upon for many generations in America. Yep, 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 yep. It's crazy, man. Like this is, it's so much to it, man. Like you know, like I never understood when I, I used to think about like war and everything. Like how do people get into war and this, that, and whatever. And now it's like I'm seeing it firsthand, like how people get like so mad at each other that they just don't give a damn and they're like, I'll just destroy everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yo, it's crazy, bro. It was like, I'm like, yo, you know, if you guys start a civil war, your children's education, everything's going to, everything's going to be affected. Your food source is going to be affected. Your transportation is going to be affected. Your living quarters are going to be affected. You know what I mean? Like, it, like people don't understand that crap, man. Like, like they think it's all cool to be like, I'm mad. They're, I'm going to disrupt the government. Like, no, dude, like, don't do that. Like, you want to protest, whatever. Cool. But, but that, that's scary, man. If you think about it, like that people are that destructive, like they're that, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, let's get off this topic. That's, you know, that's, like, yeah, that's all right. So, uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about? Do you want to? Do you want to talk about the insurrection, or do you want to talk about the the pipeline? Because both of those are. One of them is shorter than the other. It's nine o'clock. We usually run two hours. I mean, we have enough time for both, right? I think. I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. to me. We could keep it one so, shorter than the other. Yeah, let's just talk about how Biden is going to cancel the $9 billion Keystone XL pipeline, as well as any other things that you want to talk about that are actually positive things for Joe Biden. Joe Biden actually seems to be doing relatively well when it comes to the National Arctic Pipeline, when it comes to, to oil, when it comes to picking cabinet choices that are at least multi-racial and multi, um, I mean, she just had a, I, for, I forgot which role, I wanna make sure I have the role correctly. Um, but he's just been very good at making sure that he has a kind of, you know, integrated White House. And I got, you have to give him that. I really think that he has the chance of being the most progressive president if he wants to be. Yeah. I don't think yeah. he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what? I, I, I think at the end of the day, um, it all depends on, like, how it affects his popularity. If he starts saying, oh, if I do this, yes. and you know what I mean? Like, I think he might pull a little bit of stuff out of his sleeve. But... At the end of the day, I think his, you know, current judgment, you know, what kills me is, is I, if I was president, I would want, I'm getting kind of old type of mentality. I think I should do the best that I can for the people. You know, that's the way I would look at it because, you know, Biden's up there. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you know what? The least I could do is like really help the people. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I would think. But a lot of these people, they're thinking of themselves and their their, their um, reputation and everything. I was like, nah, man, here. Everybody gets $2,000 a month. That's the way I'm going to be. You know what I mean? But he knows that's not popular, and he'd, he'd get help for it. So, you know, everybody's different. But, you know, I, I would hope that, like, I would love to see that if he sees that that's popular, that he might actually do it or do something similar where not 2000 a month. I don't think he'll ever do that. But, you know, something where it's like he'll help with the education, like he says, and everything else that he's been saying. So if he sticks to that, you know, good for him. I don't think it's going to impress any I mean, Republicans, and, though. But go ahead. <laughs> no, it won't. Yeah, no, that's actually the perfect ending because I don't think it's going to impress any Republican to change their mind. And no. I, he's going to have a lot of uphill battles to to fight, which is that's the that's what he has in front of him. You know, he's like I can't it. really like judge. He's going to hear a lot of Republicans talk about, that's my money. Why are they getting more money for this? And this, that, that's what, that's what his whole, their whole um, issues are going to be. They're not going to care about, hey, they're doing better, which means your environment's going to be safer. You're not going to have a bunch of uneducated people running around with no jobs, wondering where they're going to get food or eat or whatever, and now they're going to have to rob you for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's better that you give these people options 
that are better for them. You know what I mean? So that these people don't have to take the, the crazy route. Because I know that there was moments in my life when I was younger where I felt money was tight or I needed certain things. And this tur it turned you savage. You know what I mean? You don't do necessarily the more savage things, but you've done, you know, you do, do things that you might regret or you do things that, that, you know, borderline something. You know what I mean? Borderline, you know, in some cases evil or, or whatever just because you're trying to eat. You know what I mean? So... You know, that all can be controlled if people helped each other. You know, I believe, like, I was going to wanted to talk to Hakeem about um, worker co-ops and people being able to do things together as a group amongst the city and everything else. But, you know, he had to jet off. And, you know, I wanted him to do his rhyme and everything else that he wanted to do because I really appreciate the fact that he came out. But um, I wanted mm -hmm. to talk to him more community-related and, like, I want to get more involved with him and, and whoever else that he's dealing with to maybe, like, if I could help them promote their stuff or, you know, whatever happens, you know. But, um, you know, I, I, I think at the end of the day, that's what we need. We need a lot of community-driven stuff, and we all need to not count on government as much because I don't think Biden really, at the end of the day, is going to do much to make a huge change. He's going to make better than what Trump was doing, but, like, what's that? You know what I mean? It's basically repair work. I, I don't think he's going to do um, anything out of the ordinary. It's going to be more like fixing what Trump broke. So, you know, but, yeah. He broke a lot. <laughs> he broke yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I, I hate to say it. He did break a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And not yeah. on the way out. The whole way through, he just, just kept breaking stuff. I mean... Um, one of the things that I was going to talk, like, ask, though I think mm -hmm. that we have we're on the same uh, impression. If we're going to have to fight about this every four years for the National Arctic Pipelines and the XL Pipeline and things like that, are we ever going to have real environmental change or real changes? Environmental change is very important to me personally, but mostly mm -hmm. because I I see that our future is in trying to contain climate control climate change it's going to happen but how are we, we going to deal they, with we've, it we've proven with this COVID thing that we didn't need to be driving everywhere we've proven that we can make the environment look better by not dry you know what i mean like the, the air quality got better a lot of, you know we've proven that so of course they're going to cover that up and then be like well we still got to make a profit so everybody's got to get to point a to point b you need your car this that and whatever like think about how many cars you see in car lots like um dealerships and everything right now there aren't that many new cars getting bought maybe there are that i don't see yeah. but i still see a lot of them getting scrapped and repurposed or, or being sent out somewhere else or like you know used for for um, well maybe not now because of covid but like they're using it for um rental agencies and you know trying to make use of whatever inventory that's there we don't need cars that have gas we could have you know like we have discussed also about um the electric cars creating its own pollutants and everything else so there's there's issues with that too but a lot of us could work from home a lot of us could do make different choices or whatever um with transportation and how we handle things and i've determined that you know yeah like they're just doing that for a financial somebody some lobbyist somewhere is keeping that hope alive. You know what I mean? It's not, I don't think, I think if we really wanted to as a country, did you see those um, uh, windmill type of things that they have by the highways uh, in, in, in a different country? I forget which country it was. I, I think it was in Germany. It, was, it looked like a fan that as the cars or buses drive by, it would rotate and create electricity and stuff. Like we don't yeah. do enough of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? We need to, 
we need to if we're going to use oil fine whatever but let's let's minimize it and like just try to like gradually change from it i don't understand why these oil companies can't turn into tech companies they got plenty of money to buy the resources to build these companies that they need to 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 change the actual thing but they i guess they figure since this stuff is coming from the ground that's en- to them endless money that they should be banking on you know what i mean like if it uh, could you imagine like having a, a oil well in your backyard like you know what i mean that's what they're thinking like they i could just you know trade this in and make you know mon- mucho, you know, a lot of money that is the mindset that is and the they mindset don't, they don't want to give um, that up <laughs> they don't care yeah. about the environment you know same thing with the cutting down yeah. the trees and everything else they don't they're they're for that's afterthought they're thinking profits they're not so realistically Unless like somebody puts a stop to it government wise or whatever it is, they're gonna keep doing that. Unless somebody comes up with a hard, concrete uh, alternative that they can say, "Look, you can make money doing this too." These oil people aren't gonna hear that shit. They're not. They don't care. Uh, you know. And let's just say shame. that. Let's just say that Canada, West Virginia, and Texas aren't gonna be very happy with this switch over to <laughs> to, to to better fuels. Um, I mean, that's the biggest thing. It's like a, it's a huge Canadian company that is benefiting from the key, the Keystone pipeline. So oh, yeah. I'm very glad that that's going to just get closed. I think that's just going to sh- get they closed. They shut down the other point. one, right? They shut down the Dakota pi- pipeline, right? Already, right? Did they shut that down? Uh, for now. Yeah, for now. Yeah, a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did some foul stuff during the Dakota pipeline, like that. I saw coverage over like the shady stuff they were doing, man. Like talking about we're not supposed to build, and they were building and stuff during that time. There was, there was a lot of crazy stuff going on during that time. That goes to show you. I knew a couple Canadians and... who actually. Yeah. I knew a couple Canadians who would who would work in North North Dakota, and. Mm. Yeah, they were telling me that they were already building. And they were like, we don't really agree with all of this, but we need jobs. <laughs> yep. And that's what I realized. I was like, it's it's white people do the same thing black people do. Like, yep. oh, we yep. just need a job. Sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry if I'm one of the negative aspects of it, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's bad, man. Like, I don't know. It, it, that that whole concept of, like, you just trying to have to do the mo- hold the moral ground, but you still got to eat. You know what I mean? It's like, sorry, got to still eat. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so so Keystone was interesting. Like, right? Uh, I think that was, um, I'm happy that yeah. that's, you know, might be shut down. But that's what I told Teresa. I was oh, like, somebody's going to be pissed. That's- Obama, Obama kind of confirmed it, which is that's that, that's just me being happy about it because that's like yeah. one of the environmental causes that I was uh, championing in my mm-hmm. in like I I don't know it's a, I'm not going to be able to go to Dakota and be in a pipeline uh, strike. I would love I would love to do that, but also how could I really help? Because what they will do is I am a black just a random black guy and <laughs> they're going to just beat the shit out of me. No, but really it's just hard. I, I, I couldn't get myself out there. Um, I would, I would have loved to be more part of that movement. I've given a little couple, some money, but you know, that, you know, that's just money. Yeah. I just want things to get better for my sons. Uh, right now it's like, I'm worried about his future. Hopefully he'll learn from me and learn, learn, learn how to worry about his children's future. That's the whole thing. Like we, people grow up in this country 
and they inherit whatever stupid beliefs their family had. And, and the sad thing is a lot of people in this country have a lot of racist tendencies and, and certain, um, what is it, entitlement, you know, views because of, like, how they were brought up. It, it's a shame, man. Like, this country could be so much of a better place if people just, like, chilled, man. Like, those moments of time when Obama was around that I felt really chill. I'm not saying it was perfect, but I just felt, like, kind of, like, in a different state. You know, like, I, I felt hope, and then, yo, <laughs> this guy Trump, like, made me, like, like okay, I know where I'm at now. I, I can't turn, you know, I got to look over my shoulder a little more. I can't just assume that these people are cool with me because they're not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sorry. I'm sure you, you understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> yeah, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Um, so our last our last big story it's a big story is the insurrection uh the insurrection was a targeted exercise um i'm very much going to yeah i got you so the capital riders included highly trained ex-military and cops um, I think that is the more relevant section of this is that as President Trump's supporters massed outside the Capitol last week and they sang national anthems, a line of men wearing olive-colored garb sorry, and helmets uh, and body armor trudged purposefully up the marble stairs in a single-file line, each man holding the jack collar of one of the other. So that's actually what's important to me. They did this in a military-type action. It's a chilling sign that many of the vanguard of the mob that stormed the seat of the American democracy either had military training or they were trained to do so. Yep. And so that's a tactic. You literally hold on to the back of somebody else's so you have a chain line. And it's a good way to, you know, make sure that you're, you know, don't get shot. So it's, yep. a, very, it's a military procedure. Um, a close examination of the group marching up the steps to help breach the Capitol shows that they wore military-style patches that are in Militia and Oathkeeper. Nice. So I guess video one. That's the other video. Grabbed the wrong one. <laughs> uh, that was the free screen from before. So let's go to video <laughs>
Oh, wait, you can cut it now at this point. You can see the just the damage that they're doing. I mean, there's more. There's. There we go. My bad. That that clip is like hit the wrong button. <laughs> I gotta separate them. No problem. I just wanted to show you how much damage they had already done. There's that just keeps going on to them, even even like breaking down barriers and like throwing them around. Um, yeah, I mean, what also is there is a ton of Christian and uh, QAnon and conspiracy theory related fact, like artifacts. I don't know what to call them. The patches, their flags. Yeah. Etc. Like, like um, all sorts of like emblems. Like, uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 all over the place, man. Like that, it was crazy. How do you not know? Like I told people, um, and I I explained to you too about that whole million MAGA march and all the others. All you hear in the background are like, "Hey, I'm from blah blah blah, and I'm from here and this, and da 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 da." Oh, I'm gonna join the. I always wanted to join the Proud Boys. Oh, da, 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 da. Like you hear these people in the background talking like that, you like when they're near these certain groups. I'm like, this is what happened. They 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 socialized. They get, they gained access to some sort of social media or, or means of communicating, and then they went out there. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, like, it's just like anything else. It's like if I go to a hip hop showcase, I'm going to meet people, right? I'm going to listen to acts, and you know, as a as a media person. I talk to these people, get their information so that I could do other things that, you know, collaborative things. So their collaborative thing is to go down there and, 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 and start a riot. You know what I'm saying? That's what they did. They went and met in different places with like-minded people. They, they, they exchanged information, and then they did what they did. Some people had it planned. Like, like they said, there were militias and, and police people there. You know, they probably used their current resources to, to, to talk amongst themselves. And like we saw the video of the um, one uh, set of po Capitol Police that looked like they were letting them in, right? So it's like, and they supposedly, what is it, 10 people or something? They didn't, um, I think it was approximately 10 people they kicked out before the inauguration um, because they found information that they felt was kind of like, you know, um, not incriminating. It was but 12, yeah. It was 12, it was 12 uh, right? National Guards people, yeah. yeah um, and also all of that video was from Parler. All of those yep. videos were from people who were at the damn, uh, were mm -hmm. at the damn insurrection, and wanted to take video of it, wanted to take video of a mob in a riot, and like from somebody who has done some uh, photojournalism for himself, to, mm -hmm. for like Occupy, you're not like trying to incite like they were thriving off this. Yeah, that's what yeah. obviously that's what scares me is that they were clearly thriving off this energy of let's destroy things and in every protest that I've ever been to like that's not the vibe and like if somebody if if somebody gets that like energy going about them there's people who are either like all right we're, we're gonna leave this guy behind this person is just crazy mm -hmm. or they're mm -hmm. going to stop that person and I've never seen I've never seen the opposite. I've I've never seen a situation where somebody I mean, I'm sure there's mob mentality where people that all of a sudden will all take over one area and try to break windows and etc. But it's mm -hmm. also all of these commercial places that they're trying to break down. It's not a I hate to tell you, the house is, has a little bit the house the of Congress has more sanctity than a footlocker. Mm -hmm. Sorry. 
I like, you know what I'm saying? It just does. Yep, 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 yep. That's man. I I don't understand crazy. I I know I have my crazy tendencies in my life or whatever, but I don't understand the craziness that 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 happened. And I know that there was so much more behind that craziness that was legitimate planning and legitimate, um, you know, like hatred towards certain things. You know what I mean? Like that's unacceptable. Like the fact that Trump didn't say much. And there was a Confederate flag in there that says a lot. You know what I mean? Like, like that whole situation I mean, was like, pro- yeah, it was provoked. Like everything was there. Like the agitation came from the higher ups, and then you got the stupid, you know, the pawns that were like, okay, let's go in there and disrupt and do this. Some people had more. Like everybody, when they do something like planned, they have a certain agenda to, you know, do something right. And you could tell zip ties, you know what I mean? Like a guy going in there with police zip ties and, um, you know, pipe bombs and like other crazy things that those people had oh, an agenda. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, they, they, no, keep going. Please keep Did they find speaking. that person? Um, find it people? was more off that they, they had found, yes, they found that person, but they also, more off, they had found more people who were specifically attached who are military like directly military or ex-cops so i was just trying mm. to find that article which will take me a second so if you just give me a yeah, second just let me know when i'll you know but yeah man it, it's crazy bro like it's like you i always tell people my biggest thing in the world is you don't understand the mind of a crazy person everybody has their own kind of crazy but like those people that are crazy and like secluded and isolated or whatever it is can do way more damage than like somebody with a group of people acting stupid because somebody's going to do something that's going to make it obvious. But when you're by yourself, like I like what happened, what was it? And um, was it Milwaukee that that explosion thing? I forget where it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that, what you're talking that, about. that location that explode. Like, who the hell was that dude? Why did that happen? Like, you know what I mean? Like, those people are the most dangerous people at the end of the day, those type of people, you know. And like, like yep. Hawk said, Hakeem said he was talking about mental illness. I wanted to get into that more with him, but obviously we had limited time. But like the experiences that I've seen people go through with mental illness and how, how it's been mistreated or, or whatever else, I feel like, you know, certain things are necessary, but other things are way above, you know, you know, what it should have been. You know what I mean? But go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you have the article? Yeah, no, I can, I can give you more inf- yeah, information right now. Oh, so no, if I you go was... into me real quick. Okay. So among the most prominent to emerge is a retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel and decorated combat veteran from Texas who was arrested after he was reta- uh, photographed wearing a helmet and body armor on the floor of the Senate holding a pair of zip tie and handcuffs. So that guy mm-hmm. that you just, the, the zip tie guy is an Air Force veteran. Another Air Force veteran from San Diego was shot and killed by a Capitol Police officer as he tried to leap through a barricade near the House chamber. Retired Navy SEAL, among the most elite special war, uh, posted a Facebook video about traveling from his Ohio home to the rally. Mm. Uh, two police officers from a small Virginia town, both of them former, uh, former entrymen. Uh, also, Scrutiny is an active duty psychological warfare captain from North Carolina who headed to Washington from to for the Save America rally. So that's how many service people are. I mean, that's just just off the bat, that's seven people right there. 
six or seven people right there that were involved and two of them were actively involved like one of them was the one of the people who died um and it's a veteran and it's these people who are they're being brainwashed in a way um i i hate to tell them that their service i i i am at least watch i watched length uh left flank vets so okay. i've seen like a lot of veterans who are more left leaning and they talk about the the really toxic culture that does happen in the kind of right wing element of mm-hmm. the of the military um and it's hard to to it's pervasive it's just it's long standing and i i'm not surprised that there was ex military and cops at the insurrection I will. I, I'm. By the way, if, if you can see, I'm very clear. I'm not going to just call it a riot. I'm going to call it an insurrection yep. till the cows come home. <laughs> yep. Same here. I really believe it was an uh, insurrection because, like, there's too much like weird stuff that happened. Things happen too easily. Certain things happen too easily. Certain things look suspect. Certain things were found. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like. Like all those things, like okay, there was a bunch of bad apples in there acting a fool, you know. And it is what it is. It, like if we would have been a black person or a Spanish person, they would have been lit up on the. On, there were on a the couple. Steps. Oh no, but you know, you know what? That's is, what's it, ridiculous. They were they're not, not in the like, front. They were never in yeah, the front. That was like a that was just a speck of darkness. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Like there was a there was a, there was nothing. There was no there's nothing there, man. Those people like percentage wise was probably like point zero one percent. You know what I mean? Like of how many white yes. people were there? You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to like say whatever. Like like they didn't they don't have any reason to be like whatever. But that those are like the fools. The fools that fell fell for it. You know what I mean? I don't understand how anybody. I mean, even little person, little wheezy, little wheezy, right there, fell for it. Uh, he fell for it, and he got maybe it's like just, little. Maybe it's just the money. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's possible. Maybe he doesn't care about race. Maybe he's like, I just want my money. Like, I'll make it look like race just because it'll help me with my money. Yeah. You know, you know, who knows? He did a Kodak Black too, right? So, like, I don't understand the whole yep. Kodak Black thing at all. Like, I'm like, I can see wheezy because wheezy went up there and was like. You know what I mean? Trump! <laughs> I didn't see Kodak Black do that. You know, maybe he did, but... I mean, Kodak Black has been in prison the whole time, but the thing is that what it is for Kodak Black, a lot of people were already petitioning to get him out. So it's weird, like I was saying, I think I said it to you privately, that like it's like 95% bad and 5% good. So he put, he did he did 5% good and then 95% bad by like Steve Bannon was obvious. I'm sorry. I hate to say it. Like, I'm not going to be surprised by that. Um, but like, uh, Camille, uh, Kilpatrick from, from Kilpatrick from, uh, Kwame. Sorry about that. Uh, mm. from Detroit, he racketeering charges. He was the mayor. Mm. <laughs> like he deserves to be in prison and yeah, he yeah. got out of there. And I mean, he knows, I think the president was just like, I'm going to do as many favors for as many people that did me favors right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Facts. <laughs> it's crazy, man. You know, I'm sure like these people, when he gets out, they'll have like opportunities for him as well. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's all shady, man. A whole shady, shady world we live in. I, I wonder I how many people today. actually paid Rudy. I wonder how many people actually paid Rudy Giuliani. 
Remember he was saying that it was like two million dollars for a for a pardon, something like that. Yeah. I bet you any money that um, <laughs> I bet you any money that like Trump was like, I ain't gonna pay this dude after you saw that Borat movie. He was like, Yo, this guy's a clown. I ain't paying him. <laughs> I'm not paying him. This guy's just Come almost on. slept with the, the 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 thing. This guy, yo. That yo that that the whole thing was a clown show, man. Between Trump and Giuliani and all this stuff that was has have been going on, like if you think about like like just the foolishness and the fact that people actually I don't want to all right I don't want to be a mean person to people that fell for it, but you know what I mean. At the same time, you got to be some kind oh. of stupid to be. You know what I mean, like to to fall for all those lies and like deception that they did. It was just like, come on, man. Like if if courts are telling you that there's no evidence. And there's like courts in different states all over this, all over the, the the United States saying no, this isn't working. Nope, 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 nope. Then you know what I mean. Eventually, you know, you would think that maybe something's not like the way it's supposed to be. I, you can't have. I mean, I, can, I guess you can't have that much corruption in, in government, but how how do you coordinate that? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't coordinate that. I, I don't see it. But Ooh, you can co coordinate a lot of things without trying. Um, I actually you want you to play government? that second video now. Yeah, oh, with government, because whoa, with whoa, 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 with government okay. though. What do you mean? What do you mean before before so I? I'm saying like the 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 crazy stuff that's been going on. Uh, well, I want not not lost myself. <laughs> the crazy stuff that's been going on through government, like they they feel, a lot of people feel like for some reason or another it was coordinated uh, election fraud or whatever it was, you know, among, amongst the oh. states. You know what I mean? So I'm saying like for them to think that that it was easily coordinated. You gotta be some kind of stupid. That was that was basically my point. You know what I mean? Like to to be able to, if you can't interpret that that Trump and all these people were just trying to like prolong something and and manipulate something. Like after in the beginning, fine, whatever. But you know, like they had like a month or so uh, to to prove their case, and they didn't do it. You know what I mean? After that month, you should be like, instead they raided a Capitol building and 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 people died from it. That's just how stupid they are. That's just my point. I'm sorry if it's, you know. So, so the reason, no, no, no. So the reason I want you to play video too is that I can show you how people have these grassroots kind of, I mean, they're terrible movements. They're, they're about nationalism and about anti-Semitism, but yeah. they're able to do so pretty consistently. So the last yeah. video will be that, but this is kind of just for us, for, for everybody's education, because yeah. this is probably something we're going to have to clip out because it's uh, too, probably too much of their... In, but it was uh, Insider News. So Insider mm -hmm. News did a great job here. So just sending off to that. Send it up? Okay. Yeah, please. Looking more closely at the scenes of insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, we started noticing dozens of symbols everywhere. The details of what people wore and carried revealed a deeper story about possible future threats. We combed through hours of footage and found evidence of a complex network of groups driven by conspiracy theories, white supremacy, and a Trump-infused brand of Christianity. We love you. You're very special. As some tried to break open Capitol doors, these men pushed their way through the mob, wearing yellow logos on their jackets. The Oath Keepers are one of the largest anti-government militia organizations in the U.S. today. And they claim to have tens of thousands of law enforcement officers and military veterans in their ranks. They vow to protect right America there. from what they call the New World Order. 
a future where the government imposes martial law, seizes guns, and throws resistors into detention camps. Their patches worn not on our watch. These men wear a Roman numeral three. That's the emblem of the three percenters. The group promotes a myth that only 3% of American colonists fought to overthrow the British, and that they are the modern day defenders of our constitution. They deny being a militia on their website, but are often seen heavily armed. And then you can pause the here. The legendary sea creature has. Yeah. So the reason I want to pause there is that a lot of that, right, it's just a lot of information. It's a lot of education on, I didn't even realize that there were so many militia groups that mm -hmm. were so pronounced, that they have patches, that they're able to identify themselves so readily. So yeah. that's, yeah, I mean, I'm worried to this day. I wasn't worried about them having violence today because I think that too many, it's too many National Guard. There's too many people policing that area for them to do the same thing again. Um, you think they're gonna um, do something at a later date? You think you I, I wanna know how, this yeah. week, this yeah. week, no, no, this week will tell us. This yeah. week will tell us because I wanna see what their response to Joe Biden actually being president is. Because yeah. I think that in inside of their own group, they're kind of like, eating themselves because they don't have no idea what to do with themselves. They lost. They lost. Mm -hmm. It's over. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. 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 That's facts, man. These people, they, I don't know. Like, think about the anger, you know, that's all I'm thinking about. Like, these people must be sitting there, like, you know, contemplating something, man. And I don't know. Oh, it's worrisome, uh, but I I don't know a direct action that they have available to them in the near future. If you're talking about some kind of terroristic thing, that is already something that the FBI knows about, like that there's domestic, national domestic terrorists. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that with, yes, I'm hoping that with Biden, that the FBI actually just follows through with the, the things that they know. But mm. yes, it's it's going to be really difficult. There's going to be, who knows, there might be just some crazy person who just gets in the mix and runs into something like in Nashville, <laughs> you yeah. know, runs into something and it, it explodes a, a building. Yeah. That's, That's possible because they think that Trump, that Trump should have won and should have been the uh, king. <laughs> yeah. King Trump, king of all dictators. King Trump. Uh, and and, and, <sighs> and um, authoritarianism. <laughs> authoritarianism. Authoritarianism. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Tongue tied. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm kind of happy today. I think it, you know, as much pressure as I had, and you know, I made a couple of goofs on the um, on the board today. I apologize for that. You know, I'm still kind of learning the, you know, I got used to the way it was before. Now it's so organized. I'm like, wait a minute, it's over there. And, and this button's here. I'm going to actually start automating more of the buttons so that I hit a button and it does multiple actions instead of, because that's what screwed me up earlier. You know, I should have made an action for it. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm happy today. Other than that, I think we had a great conversation. Um, is there anything we else we need to discuss, or is this pretty much cover this topic? Oh, we, we hit everything today. We, yeah, yeah, we hit everything today. Yeah, yeah. I'm real happy, though. So, man. I guess... Like, uh, 
Go ahead. So let I'm me just, just say the outro real quick. Mm-hmm. Wait, unless you you got something to say, say it. No, no, no. I was just like you know, kind of in a cheerful mood, man, because like I was a little discouraged earlier because I thought things weren't going to go as smoothly as it was, and and I and like like I said, we had some hiccups, but like it, it it's another cheerful moment because at least it's behind me now, and I've learned from it, and the next episode is going to be awesome, and, and you know whoever else we bring to the table, I I, I got. I got I got a lot of faith as always with us, you know what I'm saying. So I guess it cheers me up a little bit sometimes, you know. It's 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 a good thing, you know. I've been depressed a lot of last year, so I feel good this year so far. Because <laughs> so so actually, when do you when does uh your kid go back to school or what uh like go back to back to class online? Teaching. Yeah. Uh, immediately he's done. He, he does online oh, teaching he- every. Yeah, he's home. He's is it January? Oh my god, I forgot it's the twentieth now. Cause I, oh man, time moves so fast in the pandemic. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so things, we yeah, need to get a teacher. Yeah. On. yeah, no, we gotta get a teacher on. That's that's my main thing. Like, uh, I want to get a <clears throat> somebody who teaches and talk about just the general, like ho- how they are dealing with COVID and having to deal with having to teach in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there's multiple people I can think of, but uh, I'm gonna I keep that. A, I'm gonna, that's I have my, a friend's sister who's I think assistant principal maybe that I could talk to. Like I don't know if it's a teacher teacher, but it might yep. be a different perspective because they'll have more of like I don't want her to get in trouble with her, obviously her school in any way. So I'll have to talk to her and see what she's able and not able to say because you know if she starts mm-hmm. bad mouthing things, all of a sudden they're like, oh, you gotta go. You're talking too much about personal stuff here. But um, I want to kind of yeah. know the ins and outs of like what's going on with the education system. She 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 works at a at a what is it called? A, not a private school. Um, charter charter school. school. Yeah, charter school. So um, hopefully she has like a perspective there to talk about it. And you know we've all we used to go to school together back in the days, so it'd be kind of cool to talk to her again. But I'll, I'll see if she's interested. If she's interested, and then cool. But <clears throat> but there's okay. a lot of people, man. People could watch the show and maybe see uh, something that they can, you know, add to it. Like I wouldn't mind having like a call-in moment where people can call in at some point and you know actually talk to us. But obviously we got to get the the crowd of people first. <laughs> but you know, hopefully we will soon. I, I think today went well. Anyways, um, so you want to uh, end the show now, right? Let me get my. Just want to say thank you for thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for Growth Mind State, and I uh, hope we all in- learned something, got something out of this this week. So we'll see you soon. Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate you. <laughs>